Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. This next song is a great combination made nonstop by the genius Sir Lamb. Oi, put him, 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 Yes, we celebrate the Purim. I put him, 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 I put Celebrate, and it's a mitzvah to drink a little wine or more than a little wine, and to see on the streets a few shikurim. Ah, oh, ah, someone likes to drink a glass of wine dry. A vice does lose his touch. Someone likes it better if it's vodka or scotch. I don't really care what it is. The ikir you get a drink, that's his his. Purim we celebrate. Mishen echnes ude marbim besimcha. I can't wait. Oh, wherever you go, I'm Purim. You see the happiness on their face. Oh, I would make Purim more often during the year. More such happy days. So sing along with me. The Yomtev Purim we will see. Who knows? In Yerushalayim may it be. When we will sing together. Oh, 
חמודים אתם. אז ילדים, בואו נעשה שמח! 
diamond ring you are wearing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's 40 carats. <laughs> it's the famous Plotnik diamond. The Plotnik diamond? Forgive my ignorance, but I'm not familiar with it. Well, uh, between the Star of India and the Hope diamond is the Plotnik diamond. I never knew... You know, I would give anything to own a diamond like that. Oh, believe me, you wouldn't want it. Along with this diamond comes a case. The Plotnik case. The Plotnik curse. Isn't that romantic? Not so romantic. If you know what kind of a case goes along with it, it's terrible. What is the curse that goes along with it? Mr. Plotnik. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. One of those brilliant comedy segments for you on this uh, 
12th of Adar, getting closer and closer to both Tanis Esther, which is tomorrow, and the holiday of Purim, which is tomorrow night. Shoshanis Yaakov, that was Yerachmiel. Micha Gammerman had the Purim medley. Shlok Rock and Achashverosh, Lipa's Purim medley, and his Shoshanis Yaakov was in there as well. I knew I'd left something off the list. And <laughs> Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday, and it's February the 24th, the 12th of Adar. Happy birthday to Chava Siegel. Happy birthday to Yosef Siegel. And happy birthday to Yoshua Siegel on this 12th of Adar, 5781, Tufshin Pei Olive. 39 degrees with a mix of clouds and sun and a high of 53. So they were right. Yesterday when I was debating about whether it was going to actually be in the 50s today, I guess the answer is yes, 53 for the high. I'll welcome that. Partly and mostly cloudy later on with a low of 38 and tomorrow's sunshine and a high for Tanis Esther, 48 degrees. 61 in Yerushalayim, 39 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Plenty going on between now and 9 o'clock. A lot happening this week as we are celebrating Purim together. I want to thank Mayor Weingarten, who's going to be sitting in Friday morning between 6 and 9. We have a full Friday planned with amazing music and more. No reason to touch that dial on Purim Day here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
J.M. and the A.M. having trouble with our comedy segments, and that's a big problem on the, on the 12th of Adar <laughs> to have problems with the comedy segments, let me tell you. Uh, there we go. I don't know. Try to solve the problem as soon as possible. Um, Matt Dubb with Olam Chesed Yibane. You heard Miami with Kane. Kane Tielanu. That was a request from listener Judy Landy. New York Boys Choir, Bissimcha. Die for Mordechai ben David, Mordechai Shapiro's Anod Milvado, and Shalshalis Jr. had Al Hanisim here on a Wednesday broadcast at JM in the AM. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at on the Nahum Segal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We've got uh, Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. Um, bus to Albany. 
Good morning to you. Hope things are going well. That's the name, Bus to Albany. Uh, don't forget, we're trying very hard to find jobs for people. Use the uh, email address resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com. Any uh, resume that belongs in the Jewish not-for-profit professional realm, we pass along to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Otherwise, we try our best to match people up with employment during these rough times. Uh, again, send your resume or the resume of someone who you know is looking for work to resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com, and we will certainly do our best. That I could tell you. Our friends and partners in Torah remind you that one of the most rewarding experiences can be spending an hour a week with a partner, delving into a topic which will enhance and uh, inspire them when it comes to our Jewish tradition and heritage. Become a mentor, a partner in Partners in Torah. Go to partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org, or 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number 4, and then the number 2. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesdays next. We say Boker Tov from J.M. מליאת הכנסת אישרה סופית, משרד הבריאות יוכל להעביר מידע על מי שלא התחסן למשרד החינוך ולרשויות המקומיות. כתבנו יניר קוזין. על פי החוק, הרשויות המקומיות ומשרד החינוך יקבלו ממשרד הבריאות מידע על מי שלא התחסנו ומי שהתחסנו במנה ראשונה בלבד. המידע על מי שהתחסנו בשתי מנות יישאר חסוי. יושבת ראש מרץ, תמר זנדברג, אמרה בדיון כי יש כאן חשש לפגיעה באמון הציבור, בעוד יושב ראש ועדת הרווחה והבריאות, חבר הכנסת חיים כץ, אמר כי קדושת החיים היא מעל הכל. טרם ברור כיצד תפעלנה הרשויות המקומיות כדי לעודד את ההתחסנות עם המידע שבידיהן. יעל אטיאס, בת 11, שאביה יעקב, זיכרונו לברכה, נפטר בגיל 42 מהנגיף, שוחחה עם אמיר איבגי ביומן הצהריים, סיפרה על התחושות הקשות וקראה, אל תחכו, לכו להתחסן. כל המדדים היו טובים, בלילה שהוא נפטר, הכל היה טוב, לא היה לו חום, הרופא אמר לנו, ניסינו לתפוס אתכם כל השבת ולהגיד לכם שהוא נפטר, והיא פשוט צעקה. קורונה מתו מלא אנשים, אף אחד לא מת מהסיסטום. אנחנו חיכינו לזה שנה שלמה וטוב טוב קיבלנו את זה. זה מאוד חשוב, תלכו להתחסן ואל תסכנו אחרים. כפי שנחשף בגלי צהל בתחילת השבוע, ישראל תעביר חיסונים לכ-20 מדינות, ביניהן גם מאוריטניה, איתה אין לישראל יחסים דיפלומטיים רשמיים. כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג פרסמה כי במסגרת המאמצים לכונן עם מאוריטניה יחסים רשמיים, ישראל החליטה להעביר גם לשם משלוח חיסונים. כ-150 תלמידי כיתות ט' עד י"ב, מורים ומנהל בית הספר אנקורי, הפגינו בצהריים בתחפושות בכיכר הבימה, במחאה על התנהלות משרד החינוך והממשלה. ואי החזרתם ללימודים. התלמידים דרשו סיוע משמעותי בבחינות הבגרות הקרבות ולחזור לבית הספר. כתבינו נטע רז ודורון קדוש שמעו אותם. יש צורך דחוף בשינוי סדרי העדיפויות. יש צורך דחוף להתבונן בנו ולראות את הנזק. פשוט שמים אותנו במקום האחרון כי אנחנו לא מצביעים ואנחנו פשוט במקום האחרון של הממשלה ואנחנו פשוט לבד. זה לא הגיוני ולא אפשרי ללמוד מהבית בזום. שני תושבי המרכז נעצרו בחשד שהתפרצו לביתו של דיפלומט מיפן בהרצליה. על פי החשד, הפריצה התרחשה לפני כשבוע, ובמהלכה נגנבו תכשיטים וסכום גבוה של כסף זר. בביתם של החשודים, בשנות ה-20 וה-50 לחייהם, נמצאו כלי הפריצה הקושרים אותם למעשים. כתבנו בנצר מוסר שהחשודים יובאו מחר לדיון בהארכת מעצרם. 
מזג האוויר נאה, הטמפרטורות תהיינה רגילות לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
When Christopher Columbus sailed across the ocean blue, he made his famous voyage with the Spanish-speaking crew. The shores of Puerto Rico were all that Chris could reach. But if his crew was Jewish, he'd have reached Miami Beach. Things might have been different. Things might have been different. The pilgrims came to Plymouth Rock, and when their crops decreased, a friendly band of Indians took the pilgrims to a feast. If those were Jewish Indians, Thanksgiving we would eat. Potato lockers, matzo balls, and strictly the name of Peter Stuyvesant, we all remember still. He bought Manhattan Island for a $20 bill. If Peter had been Jewish for not one extra sou, he would have got Manhattan and the Bronx and Brooklyn too. The Continental Army nearly froze. They spent that awful winter with no food and frozen toes. If Washington was Jewish instead of Valley Forge, the army would have checked in up at Grossinger's with George. I wonder if the tale of Ponce de Leon is the truth. They say that he was searching for a fountain full of youth. If Leon had been Jewish, an ancestor of mine, he would have found a fountain full of Manischewitz wine. Oh, things might have been different, all right. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Tomorrow is Tanis Esther, the fast of Esther, and then on... Uh, Friday, it's Purim Day. Mayor Weingarten will be here as we try to get into the Purim mood here at JM in the AM during this uh, strange year. That is one way of putting it. It's been one strange year so far. Uh, please, Davin, for Rifka Naomi Bashulam Ischana. Rifka Naomi Bashulam Ischana for Rafur Shleiman. We thank you for that. J.A. Morris says, I taught my preschoolers the Olam Chesed Yibaneh song during open lockdown on the school's phone recording system for the children. It made such an impression on one family that they called me and left a message with the whole family singing the song. And that's indeed what I think of every time I hear this moving song there. People will be redeemed soon in the merit of all the acts of chesed. Happy and meaningful Purim to all. Thank you. Yeah. Wishing everybody an amazing Purim, to say the least. Quarter after the hour, Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. Um, don't forget our friends at artscroll.com. Oh, we're going to speak to uh, someone today regarding something having to do with artscroll.com. There's a brand new book out. It's called Uncle Maishi, the Very Best Shabbos Guest. It's actually out with a, a brand new album. Donnie Gross is going to join us coming up. We'll talk about it. And don't forget, everything at artscroll.com, everything at artscroll.com is 10% off and free shipping when you use promo code RADIO. Never, ever leave artscroll.com without using promo code radio. A very important tip to consider. 
especially this time of year. You'll be ordering a lot of stuff for Purim and Pesach, so keep it in mind. Big discount and free shipping when you use promo code radio at artsgirl.com. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. On a pitch black night, he rode a horse of the purest white. He knocked on the door, kind of prison afraid. In his hand, a bag of money. What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky. And I call the man, They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Sleeping, sleeping, no see more. 
He was short and fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird because he was yellow too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the west. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread, schlepping a salami and pumping nickel bread. 
He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big Fat Irving. Big Sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. A hundred and forty-one could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for one forty-three. Walked into Salt Saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sport Irving. The hundred and forty-second fastest gun in the West. The James boys was coming on a train at first sun and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the Frontier Deli. <laughs> he was sitting there twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. <laughs> Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum-dum Irving. Big dum-dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Really? J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Tomorrow is uh, Tannis Esther and uh, Purim, believe it or not, is this coming Friday. Hard to believe, huh? Yep, hard to believe. Purim this Friday morning. Mayor Weingarten will be here at JM in the AM. Time is Esther tomorrow, the Fast of Esther. Don't forget, we will be drawing and announcing the winner of the NCSY Summer Raffle. If you haven't purchased your tickets yet, summer.ncsy.org, summer.ncsy.org. But again, the uh, Summer Raffle uh, winner will be drawn and announced on uh, on Thursday, Tanis Esther. Yeah, we usually do it on Shushan Purim, but this year, because Shushan Purim is Shabbos, we'll do it on Tanis Esther. So that'll be coming up uh, tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Again, summer.ncsy.org if you haven't yet gotten your, uh, your um, what's the word? Raffle ticket yet. <laughs> wow. Uh, JM and the AM with a... Uh, with a reminder that we are actively trying to help people get jobs. If you have the resume of someone who's in need of work, use this email address, resume at nachumsegel.com. Anything in the Jewish not-for-profit professional realm will pass on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Otherwise, we will try very hard to match people up with employment. Again, it is... Um, It is um, resume at nachomsegel.com, resume at nachomsegel.com. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebenerbeus of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Alevi, whose birthday, by the way, is today.
Yeah, my mother's birth date, both February the 24th and the 12th of Adar. How do you like that coincidence? Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Talmud and Chulin, where do we find an allusion to Haman, a remis to Haman in the Torah? The answer is given. We can find it where it says Hashem is speaking to Adam and says, Hamin ha'etz, did you eat from the tree? which I commanded you that you should not eat from. The Talmud points out that we have the exact same spelling of Haman, Hey, Mem, Nun. This is not just a coincidence. The great Rosh Hashiva, Harav Aaron Kotler, Zechotzadik Levracha, the Rosh Hashiva of the Lakewood Yeshiva, comments in the following way. The Shorish of Haman and his evil character is revealed in the Megillah. As the king's Mishnah Lamelech, as his prime minister, Haman enjoyed everything that a person could ever want. He had power, he had great riches, he had chashivas. In spite of that, the failure of one Jew to bow down to him, of one Jew to be subservient to him, he said, I don't care about all of this. I don't care about my wealth. I don't care about how important I am in the community. It doesn't matter. Why? Because I see that one Jew, Mordechai, sitting in the gates of the palace. Homan's riches, his evil, is enrooted in the fact that he had everything. He wanted total control over everything. However, there was one thing that he simply couldn't have. And that was Mordechai, Mordechai's subservience, Mordechai to bow down to him. We see this and we understand that it has a parallel in the story of Adam, the chait of Adam in Gan Eden, in the Garden of Eden. Adam had everything, whatever a person could ever want. He had utopia. He spoke with Hashem. He had netzach netzachim. He had life to eternity. But there was only one thing that he could not have, and that was to eat from the Eitzadas, from the tree of knowledge. That was the desire that he had for that one small forbidden fruit, and that caused him to be over, to transgress the Ratzon of Hashem Yisbarach. Where is the Shoresh? Where is the root of a person when they do wrong? Where is the root of a person when they sin? It's the satisfaction with what a person has been given in life. Who is the person that is truly rich? The one that is happy and content is satisfied with whatever we have. The great Rebetzin Kaplan, Allah Shalom, used to tell her children, I pray that you have just enough for whatever you need, not more. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Boys and girls, 
let's welcome everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Munchie! If you love mitzvahs, clap your hands. If you love mitzvahs, stomp those feet. If you love mitzvahs, swing and sway. If you love mitzvahs, shout hooray! So get Entitled Together Once Again, the one and only Uncle Maishi. Donnie Gross is with us live via telephone. He had the privilege of working with Uncle Maishi on the brand new album and a couple of other brand new projects that are uh, all hitting the market at the same time right now, pre Purim. And uh, you parents and grandparents are going to want to pay careful attention in addition to all the kids out there. Uh, because there's some products out there that you need to know about, including um, some big news from our friends at Art Scroll. Donnie Gross, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Malcolm. How are you? Baruch Hashem. I assume the new album is already out and available, right? It is out and available. Just hit stores two, three days ago. And uh, Baruch Hashem, the feedback has been tremendous. Um, at what point was it decided that you and Uncle Maishi together would release a brand new album with brand new songs and really embark on what is a uh, a, a unique and a comprehensive uh, route 
of um, of uh, projects together. I mean, we have to talk about not only the uh, CD, not only the album, but the the book and other items as well. When did this all come together? Yeah, so it actually happened in stages. First, the first stage was actually it was just going to be a new Uncle Maishi album, which is you know what I do, music, and uh, I connected with Uncle Maishi. And we discussed the idea of doing a new album. Obviously, me being a big Uncle Maishi fan myself, I grew up, you know, the music of <laughs> Uncle Maishi, and I think we, you know, everyone has some connection to the music of Uncle Maishi, whether it's their kids, you know, themselves, their grandkids, and. Um, I just felt there was something very important to make sure that the next generation has this as well because, it, you know, he brings that positivity, that love, you know, towards Torah and towards mitzvot and towards, and towards Yiddishkeit. And I thought it was just very important that uh, we're able to do that, on not, a, you know, on a high level. Not to embarrass you, but trying to make a point, how many years ago do you think you first became a fan of Uncle Moshe? Um, again, I, I don't remember life without Uncle Moshe. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I was telling it to Uncle Mike, you know, growing up with the with the pizza song, I said, how many kids do you think threw their pizza on the floor because they wanted to be like Uncle Maishi? That's funny. But, you know? That is funny. Being, yeah. So I, I don't remember, you know, being a two-year-old, I remember listening to Uncle Maishi being, <laughs> you know, I grew up, it was Uncle Maishi. He was part of uh, part of life. Dottie Gross with us live via telephone. Who's responsible for composing the uh, the songs and putting together the lyrics for this new album? So the songs are all songs that um, have come out. Most of them are, you know, popular tunes from the last to, to a few years. Right. I reached out to all the composers, obviously, to, you know, to use their songs. And they were very excited about it because, obviously, you know, as much as these singers, you know, brought their songs to the adults, to bring it to the kids is a whole new um, angle. And they were very excited about it. And um, the lyricists were uh, two, there are two people. One is Kyla Newhouse. Um, from Lakewood, she writes a lot of uh, lyrics for a lot of the mm-hmm. girl productions and right. that type of stuff. And then Perry Bennett, who's also the co-author of the book, which we'll get to soon, also helped out on a few of the songs and also helped editing a lot of the other lyrics, you know, to bring it down. It, to Uncle, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes we a great concept, but it was a little too advanced for the Uncle Maishi listener, even though now I'm hearing that the adults also are listening and enjoying, so, you know. We have to maybe reevaluate moving forward who the who the Uncle Mikey listeners are. Well, one thing but, uh, one thing you can count on the adults uh, end up knowing the stuff by heart, just like the kids do. That's for, for sure. sure. For sure. I, I, I actually from day one I said, you know, if we really want to get this to the kids, we got to make sure the adults enjoy it because these days, you know, the kids are at the mercy of their parents of what their parents play, whether you're in the car or at home, everything's played off the. So we got to make sure the adults are on board as well. <laughs> Kids are at the mercy of their parents. I like that. <laughs> All right, let, let's do. Let's do. I want to. Do, do you mind uh, if I choose which selection to do here? Go for it. Go All for right, it. Let, let's do the Shabbos song. And the reason I want to do it, number one, I want to get some of the music in. We, we, we don't have a lot of time this morning, but I want to get some of the music in from the new album and encourage people to go get it. Um, but in addition to that, uh, one of the other projects that you've you're involved with, and that it's uh, you know that's really making headlines out there with Uncle Maishi involves Shabbos. So we'll hear the Shabbos song that you'll find on the brand new album, and then we'll talk about what's happening out there with uh, the concept or the theme of Shabbos and Uncle Maishi here on a uh, Wednesday morning at JM in the AM.
In just six days Hashem made the world so great He rested on the seventh day for Shabbos we can't wait On Friday night the candles bright, a lot of sight Friends join our family as we all unite Ay, 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 Shabbos Kodesh, our day of rest Shabbos Kodesh, the day that we love best Shabbos Kodesh, with family Shabbos Kodesh, for you and me ay, 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 Shabbos Kodesh, our day of rest Shabbos Kodesh, the day that we love best Let's shout out together the days of the week as we are waiting for Shabbos. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos! In the six days, Hashem made the world so great. He rested on the seventh day for Shabbos we can't wait. On Friday night, the candles bright. Oh, what a sight. in the AM, Uncle Maishi off of his brand new one. We are so special that the Shabbos Kodesh song. Donnie Gross is with us live via telephone. It is unusual for a new album to come out, and the music and conversation about the new album uh, doesn't dominate the conversation. But here, uh, there's a lot of pieces to this uh, brand new Uncle Maishi puzzle that uh, Donnie Gross is going to enlighten us about. Um, Donnie, uh, Art Scroll has gotten involved. They're actually, if I'm not mistaken, the official distributor of the album that we're playing this morning. But in addition to that, they have started, uh, as I look at page four here, they've started the Art Scroll Uncle Maishi series. And this book is entitled Uncle Maishi, the very best Shabbos guest. Tell me about Uncle Maishi going into book form with our friends at Art Scroll. Yeah, so very interesting. Big uh, Hashkacha Pratis story. I met with Art School about maybe six weeks ago um, for something else, an unrelated project. And uh, at the end of the meeting, after we were done, I was walking out. I turned to Aaron and Rabbi Gedalia. And I said, by the way, I'm working on this Uncle Maishi album. And I'm just curious if there's any form of collaboration that we could do. I don't, you know, I'm just like, I don't know, what do you have in mind? I'm like, I don't know. You, you know, you're Art Scroll. <laughs> Let me know what, what type of ideas you have. Right. And say, you know, maybe it'd be a great idea. We'll do. We'll, let's put out a book and we'll distribute it. You know, we'll have different different options. Either you can have the option to buy CD and book together or separately. But you know, two separate products that they each stand on its own, but they also have some form of connection. Mm-hmm. And you know, the book. You know, in the book, they, obviously, it's, it's a story about Uncle Maishi coming for Shabbos, which obviously, you know, would be any uh, kid's dream. The very best Shabbos guest that they don't know. Their mother is telling them there's going to be a special Shabbos guest, and they're waiting. Who's it going to be? And all of a sudden, you know, someone rings the bell, and it's Uncle Maishi. And um, what could be better you know, than that? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> and um, you know, so I presented the idea to them, and they were, you know, they I started playing them some of the music, and they're like, "This is a great idea. Let's, you know, let's let." And they said, "Okay, so when you want to come out, Hanukkah." 
I said, actually, I was thinking uh, Rosh Chodesh Adar. And they're like, Rosh Chodesh Adar, that's in like six weeks. <laughs> right. said, yeah, but I think it's important. We've got to get it out. And so they're like, you know what? Give, you know, give us a day or two to think about it, whatever. And they call me back. They said, that's the world. And, and what they did, I mean, we, I, I, everyone knows Art Scroll is, is, you know, the top. But, you know, to, for me to watch them last few weeks, their, their teamwork and their, you know, what they put together here, the, the book is not, it's not just, you know, a kid's book. Everyone could say, oh, we're dealing with Uncle Maishi. He's the, you know, the biggest child performer. We could just put out any book. The level of this book, the pictures, the way the book comes alive at you, it, it, it's a different level. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really, you know, thanks to Rabbi Gadali and his whole team there, they, the, the dedication and the, just, the, you know, the work that they put in, it, it's tremendous, unbelievable, and the product really speaks for itself. Yeah, it's obvious that uh, you were the beneficiary of their incredible up-to-date equipment when it comes to illustrations and pictures, uh, to say the least. When you talk about it coming to life, it really jumps off the page, which is pretty amazing. And uh, and yeah. the, and the story itself, I don't want to go through the whole story because we want, of course, people to you know read it to their kids and to their grandchildren and for the kids to enjoy it themselves. But uh, you can tell us that it's a well put together story about Uncle Moishi visiting for Shabbos, as you said, and uh, you know all the all the wonderful chesed and mitzvos that come from that experience. A hundred percent. It definitely, you know, as I said before, and Uncle Moishi's, you know, his his whole thing is that he just brings that love and that warmth and that positivity to to the Torah and mitzvot, and in the book, you're really like experiencing it through a Shabbos, and just the fact that the picture is so alive, you almost feel like you're there. It's, it's so real and so alive that it's, you know, it, it's, it's a special book, and I think it's going to become a, you know, a classic, and Baruch Hashem, it's already there in their second printing. Wow, that's both pretty books, cool. Yes, both book and CD, it's, it's, you know, obviously we didn't know what to expect. We're putting it out as a new, you know, project, but, but people have been really grabbing to it, and, uh, we're very excited. We're very humbled. We're very excited, and we're, 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 you know, it should just be the beginning of much more. And let me point out, Uncle Maishi has a very 2021 piece of luggage, I must say. Very, <laughs> very, very, very modern, <laughs> if you look at the cover yeah. of the book. Yeah. And also, he knows, yeah, ju- sure. he knows just what to bring for Shabbos, I must say. He, he, knows, <laughs> he knows just what the kids and adults will love when it comes to a special Shabbos dessert. So Uncle Maishi, he, he's with it when it comes to being a Shabbos guest. He's with it. He, he is with it. He is with it. Have Uncle Mushy come to your house for Shabbos. Please reach out, please reach out to Arthur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and I'm told that in the 2021 edition of the book, he actually produces a uh, a negative PCR test before walking into the house, <laughs> which is really amazing. I'll tell you. Talk, exactly. talk about being up to date and for the times. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. All right, so the book is entitled Uncle Mushy, the very best Shabbos guest by Libby, Libby Lezevnik and Perry Bennett, and uh, we strongly recommend it. It's part of the brand-new Art Scroll Uncle Maishi series. As we always tell our listeners, uh, go to uh, artscroll.com, order the book, order the CD, 10% off, and, of course, free shipping with promo code radio. 10% off, free shipping with promo code radio. Now, in addition to this making headlines, uh, not just here, but in other outlets as well, Donnie, um, we should mention that this is really being sold right now, the way it's being introduced to everybody, as a package, what do people what do people get when they're purchasing the 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 set of Uncle Maishi products? Yeah, so obviously there is an option to purchase separately. I'm right. not sure why anyone will do that, but that is an option because right. we like giving people their options. But um, when you purchase the book and the CD, or there's an option also for USB because a lot of people don't have CD players and the cars have USB drives right. and. You know, so there's an option. But when you purchase book and CD together, you also included in that package is a free Uncle Maishi Mitzvah Notes, which, 
um, which is a cooler which can't be purchased outside. It's only available with you know in the package. Right. Um, and of course, it's discounted a few. The, the you know the price goes down a few dollars. Um, you know when you buy both together with the Mitsunotes. But uh, yeah, Markham, the stores are telling us that the, most people coming in are buying the packages, which you know we thought would happen. They were didn't know because this again is a new, um, you know, it's a new it's a trial of, of of putting book and CD together, something that's never been done before. So uh, they weren't sure. But like now, if they're a few days in the stores, they're telling us, you know, send us more packages because that, that's really what people want. And, you know, it's a great firm gift. It's a great gift for anyone. Um, people tell me, you know, they're buying it for their, their kids, their grandkids. It's, uh, it's really, 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 you know, such an opportunity for me to be able to collaborate with Art School. We know work on such a high level. And to really be able to bring this, to bring Uncle Maishi's message and to bring this on a, you know, on a global level. All around the world. Yeah, the the news is pretty simple, everybody. The news is pretty simple, and it's uh, it, you'll see this in a lot of different places over the next few days because it's big news. Uh, Uncle Maishi, the brand new book is called "The Very Best Shabbos Guest." Uncle Maishi, the very best Shabbos guest, part of the Art Scroll Uncle Maishi series. Also, Art Scroll is distributing the album uh, that Donnie and I are speaking about. We are so special, Uncle Maishi, brand new, and um, and and what a nice twist, Donnie. I, you know, mitzvah notes are a pretty cool thing, but you walk into school with an Uncle Maishi mitzvah note, boy, you're at a totally different, <laughs> you're at a totally different level, a different stratosphere of mitzvah notes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's, uh, and that's another bonus that comes in that package that we're describing. It could all be purchased uh, together. And of course, in addition to in your stores, you can go to artscroll.com. Remember everything that you order from artscroll.com, use promo code radio for your discount and for your free shipping go to artscroll.com and you will find all the uh, uncle maishi uh, uh products uh and the the latest ones three very cool ones the new album the book entitled the very best shabbos guest and the mitzvah notes actual legitimate uncle maishi mitzvah notes one more song off the brand new album then we'll get our final comments from donnie gross who's responsible for all of this here at jm in the am I've got something special that's easy, free, and helpful. I keep it with me wherever I go. I always have it handy in any situation. Because right when I put it on, I know that it's going to grow. That it's going to grow. My smile is something special. I'm happy and it shows. I smile and watch the whole world smile with me. Smile, oh what a happy feeling it could be. Uncle Maishi, reminding everybody about smiling. Donnie, it's a big smile week with Purim, and uh, honestly, it's time for everybody to smile a little bit more as things hopefully open up, and uh, after Purim, we'll hopefully be marching on to a more normal life, and... uh, you know, smile is a good message for this week, to say the least. A thousand percent. I think Uncle Mushy's message of smiling and positivity and general just happiness towards, you know, our everyday lives is something that's even more important today than ever, you know, through what everyone's going through. Yeah. Obviously, it's very tough times, but, uh, yeah, we do hope that we could take this message and we could march on. and Everyone should smile. 
Adults are allowed to smile, too. <laughs> yes, and we encourage that, actually. Um, well, uh, check out the book, everybody. Uncle Maishi, the very best Shabbos guest. It's an Art Scroll Uncle Maishi series release. Uh, check out the album. Um, we are so special. Uh, as Donnie Gross says, already, uh, it's already made an impact out there, people reacting to the uh, brand-new Uncle Maishi. And uh, with all of that, if you buy the package together, those Uncle Maishi mitzvah notes are included, which is pretty cool. So everybody out there, you can uh, add that to your uh, mitzvah notes sending repertoire by having your kids walk into school with the authentic Uncle Maishi mitzvah notes, which is pretty amazing. Are you think? I mean, when you do a project in six weeks, Donnie, are you thinking to yourself, you know what? I could take another six weeks and and, and knock <laughs> knock out another one. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a very good question because there is people say when you know, you do something so quick, it's you know you you feel pressure. There is something to the pressure. There is something when you know yeah. you got to be out. You're focused. You That's get it true. done, and you so you know both on the CD and both on the book. I mean, even though I started the album before them, I was maybe ten percent into the album six weeks ago. Yeah, so most of the album was also done, you know, very quick. And it was just, you know, it was great energy. Our school team has a great energy, and we were pushing each other. And, you know, that's it. We're getting this done, whatever it takes, whether it's, you know, working 16 hours a day. But we've got to get this out. You know, there's a big project, and there's something that's very important for Purim. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, we got it out there. It's in the stores of Purim, and it's something I think that will bring a lot of happiness to the kids and the adults. Know, around the world. And already in its second printing. And frankly, based on the info I see on the website, it's probably going to go into a into another printing because it looks like they're trying to replenish supply as quickly as possible. So, Yeah, yes, we are. We're rushing printings and we're, you know, everything, you know. But yeah, we're, we're not complaining. You know, yeah. we're very happy that this is able to make such an impact and get all over the world. And there are people from really all over the world reaching out, you know, when they're going to get to our stores, when's it. So, you know, it's getting everywhere, all over the place. Wherever there are Jews, there will be Uncle Maishis, and uh, we're really working. The art school is doing a fantastic job around the clock to ensure that, you know, this album and this book and the Mitzvahs get everywhere. All right. Uh, it's all there on the website. I'm looking at it, folks, as we speak. You can get the CD separately. You can get the book separately. You can get everything together, including the USB. You can get everything together, including the Mitzvah notes. It's all there. Go to artscroll.com for all the details. And, again, as we always say, Always use promo code radio for a further discount and for your free shipping. Donnie Gross, Mazal Tov, send our best to Uncle Maishi, and the congratulations on the brand-new effort. Looks like it is already making an impact out there and will continue to do so. And, uh, I don't know, keep keep cranking them out. The kids and the grandchildren, they want this stuff, and they want it, uh, you know, fast and furious these days. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dr. for having me. Thank you so much. A pleasure. Everybody go to artscroll.com. My thanks, everybody, to Artscroll. Uh, and Donnie, of course, for uh, uh, arranging this morning's conversation. Let's do more of the Smile Song with Uncle Maishi here at JM in the AM.
David Gabe, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Tanis Esther. Don't forget, tomorrow we will draw the winner of the uh, NCSY Summer Raffle. If you haven't purchased a raffle ticket yet, it's summer.ncsy.org. Tomorrow is Tanis Esther, the Fast of Esther. Mayor Weingarten will sit in for me Friday morning on Purim, and I thank him in advance. He always gives me a chance to uh, head to shul and uh, hear the Megillah with my boys. So um, I thank him for that, and uh, he's been doing that for, oh my gosh, he's been doing that since uh, 23 years ago today. Today is the quote-unquote triplets. shouldn't say it like that. Chava, Yosef, and Yoshua. They are all celebrating birthdays today on the 12th of Adar, long time ago, and I thank Mayor Weingarten. He has been a key <laughs> every year in helping us out during Purim and, of course, all year round, but I mean specifically now regarding Purim, as you would suspect. JM in the AM. Well, I just spoke to Eileen Steinberg off the air, and I told him this is going to be one of the most difficult interviews ever. Because all I want to do is tell people how big a Baal Chesed he is and how we should all be emulating what he does. Our friends at Ohel have recognized what the Steinbergs do. On the 7th of March, March 7th of 2021, Ohel invites you to their 51st annual gala. A little bit different this year because uh, all of our close family and friends that normally attend and that make up over a 1,000 people as guests at the Ohel annual gala will not be together. This year's a little different. But you're all invited to participate virtually and to be uh, at this important Ohel gala. It'll be uplifting. It'll be exciting. And you'll get to meet some amazing honorees this year who really are the epitome of, of chesed. Guests of honor, Toby and Yaeli Steinberg and the Gourmet Glot family, the Harvey and Gloria Cayley Community Impact Award to Adina Lewis and Lawrence Garbuz. The Nadiv Lave Awardees are Shani and Dove Weinstock. And the Shem Tov Award is going to Libby and Shlaimi Dax. And they'll also salute their COVID heroes, Ohel's team of direct support professionals who are being recognized for what they've done over the last year. Information about all of this, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or you could dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. Yaeli Steinberg, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. <laughs> 
Good morning. Good morning, Nachum. It has, Good morning to the audience. It has been quite a while since you have been with us at JM in the AM. I recall some of those uh, some of those amazing and fun shows that we've done at Gourmet Glot out in the five towns under your leadership. You're there now um, helping people with their uh, basic shopping needs and uh, in many, many ways with so many chesed needs, so many things that people are in need of. Uh, in the community from your uh, position as manager out there of a gourmet lot. So a big thank you to you from the community for all that you do. And it is no surprise, Yaeli, that you and your wife are being recognized as guests of honor at the Ohel Gala. Obviously, Ohel has caught on. It's not just us, Yaeli. Ohel has caught on that you're out there doing tremendous chesed and helping a lot of families in the greater community. And I'm sure this conversation makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> but the, the reality is that OL has caught on and has inserted both you and your wife into the guests of honor slot for this big occasion on March the 7th. What is your reaction to being the guests of honor at the OHEL Gala? Um, fell out of my chair. <laughs> you can't tell me. Well, I, I I shouldn't say that you don't think you deserve it. That's not fair because knowing you, you probably do think you don't deserve it. But but, but uh, so they go ahead and they tell you the big news. You react that way, and are you getting used to the idea? Um, it's not a question of getting used to. It's just a question of um, rising to the the obligation. You know, the the sense of um, of recognizing oh hell they want to recognize me well i, I just turn it around I'll, I'll recognize them and the work that they do the work that they do yeah. yes they, they do crucial work and there's, there's really no jewish community around here in new york that doesn't have um a benefit from one of the programs that uh, oh hell offers and um just about probably every listener has a um a, uh, a friend, um, a family member, someone who's a direct recipient of the chesed that Ohel does. You know, it's funny. Now, we, we talk about over 50 years. The, the expression that we don't remember life without Ohel is, is pretty accurate. Now, I'm, I'm, I was going to ask you about your first encounter with them, but the reality is that none of us at this point grew up without an Ohel out there making sure to take care of the needs of our community. That's correct. And, um, and my own encounter goes back uh, to probably like 1975. Um, dates, dates us a little bit, but um, OL was already uh, active. If you grew up in the Bar Park community, there was a good chance if you dominated um, uh, in a big shul that you might have um, encountered OL residents uh, coming to shul Shabbos morning in a group, or you might have encountered them in uh, yeshiva. Right. But um, they they started off in uh, foster care, and um, it's something that um, unfortunately exists. There are yeah. different reasons why uh, different people can't um, or don't have a home to be in. And um, in the Jewish uh, best tradition of Jewish achnosos archem gemilas chasadim, they would. Um, Create, um, a, you know, literally a home in someone else's home. Some people would open up their home to take in a uh, a resident and treat them like their own. Yeah, 
and you have people literally in your neighborhood, because you're out there in the five towns, you have people literally in your neighborhood who are foster parents and have done a remarkable job as foster parents. And, and like you said, OHEL has been extremely important in that category of foster children, but they have expanded to include so many services and so many departments since then. Let's do this first. Let me give the information to everybody. We'll get a word from you uh, regarding the roster of, of honorees. I really want to get back to the, the unique position that you have and encouraging those who are in, I don't want to say unusual, but are in, in their own niche a type of position, how, how I don't want to say easy, but how important it is to incorporate chesed into what they do. Uh, you're on the same lineup, Toby and Yaeli Steinberg of the Gourmet Glot family. You're on the same lineup as Adina Lewis and Lawrence Garbuz, as Shani and Dove Weinstock, and people you know very well. Your Machatanim, Libby and Shlaimi Dax. Um, how about a word about the roster of of honorees for March the seventh? Yes, uh, is, uh is very fortunate. You know, um, it it covers um, a large uh, gamut of people who are totally dedicated uh, to Chesed, um, bringing from different neighborhoods, um, different circles. You know, from. Uh, Long Island to Flatbush right, to um, right. uh, Westchester. Right. We we really um, all has an imp- like I was saying earlier has an impact on yeah. um, all the neighborhoods, all the people, and um, it's really uh, it shows um, the opportunity for someone to um, rise to the occasion, to recognize the work that OHEL does, and to um, support it, and uh, for they individually to become. Uh, and everybody has the opportunity to actually do the chesed themselves. But if you know somebody doing it and you empower them to do it, it's like you're doing it. Yeah, 100%. And every one of these people that are on this list are, are doing uh, chesed in some official or unofficial, unique way for the organization. Uh, that's why you're really an amazing company in terms of what you're able to do on a regular basis. Uh, for Ohel and others, and uh, everyone out there, uh, I, I can't emphasize, and we've had the opportunity, we've spoken about them on the air, the other honorees, um, so you've heard everybody uh, about the different unique things that they do for the organization um, uh, based on the uh, on their own expertise, whether it be the legal field or others. Um, so all we could say is please make this a success. Um, certainly be there uh, virtually to pay tribute to the Steinbergs, Toby and Yoeli. And to all the honorees, uh, it's really simple. Just go to uh, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or you can uh, dial 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338, and participate. It's March 7th, another important OHEL event to keep them going, uh, their 51st annual gala. Yaeli Steinberg's with us. When you see him at Gourmet Glot later today, make sure to say hi. Yaeli, we, we've spent years... Um, and I mean that literally, we've spent years on, on different occasions here at the JM and the AM reminding people that the slightest gesture or something that people feel are no big deal, giving someone $10, um, helping someone Erev Shabbos with what they need for Shabbos, the different, can make the difference between the most stressful Shabbos for somebody and the most calm Shabbos for somebody, small little gestures uh, are can sometimes translate into the biggest chasadim, into the biggest chesed. In fact, someone called me the other night. This was an interesting phone call I got. You'll find this intriguing. 
Someone called me the other night and said that there's somebody out there that's really focused on encouraging people to do chesed blindly, just to do stuff for other people. With the message that, you know, when you do it for that person, the message is please just, you know, when you have the opportunity, do something like this for somebody else. And they said to me that it wouldn't sound good coming from a rabbi. It would sound like, you know, it's coming from an official organization or something. They said, you, Nahum Siegel, have to now before Pesach get out there and communicate this message. Just do some type of chesed for somebody with the message that when someone is in need, you know, be there for them. You, I think, can can address this topic better than anybody. With the hundreds, if not more, of families that you have helped, with what you might consider the smallest of gestures, being there with a little bit of uh, of stucca, a little bit of um, of of credit at the store, uh, a little bit of I know what they're going through. I'm going to send X, Y, or Z over to their house. Those gestures mean such a big deal and make such a tremendous impact. Could you join me now, Yoeli Steinberg, this morning to encourage people to consider that they don't always have to give $10,000 to a cause, although we do encourage it, especially in the case of OHEL, but sometimes just the smallest gesture, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the pat on the back, letting someone know that you're there for them can be so meaningful? Yes. Um, there, there is multiple opportunities um, in everybody's life every day to um, do some type of gesture that would be literally a life-altering moment in uh, raising someone's um, spirits. Um, when you j- raise a person's spirits, it's usually it has a domino effect. You're not just having an effect on the person, but on, on the person's entire family, and, and a lot of times everybody else the person will come in contact to. I, I could give you a small example, Please. and um, people have picked up on it, um, something that I do, and I'm proud to say that other people have seen or caught me doing it sometimes, and they adapted it to themselves. But in, in the simplest fashion, you could be online, in, in Gourmet Glad. It could be in any store. It could be um, at, at uh, the train station, and the person in front of you is fumbling, and... Um, Maybe they forgot their wallet at home. It could be Donald Kavskos. Maybe they bought more than uh, they had in their pocket. But before someone is, gets the opportunity to get embarrassed, hold up a line, if people reach into their pocket and you come up with uh, 2 $3 that they're short or $5, or sometimes uh, you got to just take over the whole order because um, you see they, they yeah. don't have the means. We don't know what they were thinking, but somehow they're at the register. They need the goods. And um, no one likes to become a center of attention or undue attention. So I think this opportunity presents itself very simply to many people during the course of the day. It sometimes it's just a penny, you know. Uh, but what it accomplishes is um, this domino effect of enhancing someone's day and then it usually continues that once you make someone's day they'll continue making someone else's day right i mean it it, it, i mean especially among our people but i think uh, good human beings in general uh they will then take that action and they will and they'll try to replicate it they'll try to you know exactly the, the expression is pay it forward but i think it's beyond just paying it forward i think they'll they'll 
they'll uh, insert it into their repertoire of different chesed that they could do for people. I mean, I'm sure you've had people walk in and 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 ask, you know, can I buy a gift card for somebody? Because you, you, you would know. Here's the bottom line. Right. You know which families out there have difficulty. They've either approached you or others have approached you on their behalf. So there are people, especially Erev Purim and Erev Pesach, very expensive times, who might walk up to you and say, Yaeli, I want to just, you know, I want to give a $200 gift card. Do you know who to give it to? And you would say, yes. If you, if you if you pay me now or pay the store now for a $200 gift card, I guarantee you I will get it to a family that needs it desperately. I mean, there, you could, you, unfortunately, there are a million situations like that, right? Yes, yes, there, there are. are. A lot of families and, in need. Um, uh, th- there are, and um, we're living in a time where it's even more than usual because uh, – the circumstance of um, the COVID that um, has befallen us, um, people who normally would never, ever have thought that they don't have enough or um, couldn't uh, purchase the, their needs just came in either because they were laid off or um, they, don't, they don't have a place to go. They decided uh, maybe to retire early. There's uh, many different um, situations. They right. have to become caregivers at home so they can't uh, spend the amount of time they need working. And this is uh, like the uh, ultimate year for people to realize that um, people are lacking. And um, if you have, then you have the opportunity to really help some someone to have a perm the way you're going to have, to have a Pesach the way you're going to have. And that's uh, how we are. We all care about each other. We're all uh, a Raven Zelazer. We all have this responsibility of one to another. And um, this is the easiest way to show it, is uh, helping someone have uh, all the food on their table. And no matter what industry people are in, they have the capability of doing this, whether it's partnering with someone like you or just using their own industry to help people and to do similar chasadim. Yoeli Steinberg is with us live via telephone, everybody. He and his wife are the guests of honor at the big Ohel dinner. You know that Ohel uh, is, in addition to all the honorees that we mentioned, they are going to pay tribute on the 7th of March to the amazing heroes of the last year, uh, the Ohel's team of direct support professionals who are the uh, uh, COVID heroes. Simple as that. Uh, Ohel has distributed over 1 million pieces of PPE to thousands of Ohel staff and clients. Remember, they have direct contact in their residences and other places, unavoidable direct contact with other people over the last year. Think of what was going on a year ago now as they were preparing for all of this. Uh, they have over 500 individuals with uh, disabilities who are being cared for full-time. Again, the staff that I just uh, alluded to. Over 13,000 telehealth sessions have been provided to those struggling with mental health issues due to COVID. And over 250 isolated older adults are being personally contacted on a regular basis by the staff at OHEL. This is just the COVID-19 piece. Forget about all the other things, or don't forget about the, all the other things that OHEL is doing on a daily basis. So now more than ever, your support is needed. And uh, we're looking to you to make sure that this OHEL Gala is a success. Go to ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or 718 972 9338. So, Yaeli, uh, you and I just spent a few minutes on how 20 bucks or a $200 gift card or a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of uh, coins, as you said, uh, can make a difference, you know, in a in a situation where we're trying to make sure that families have what they need. But as you know, uh, OHEL needs some uh, solid support. People out there who can uh, 
who can give the 180s and 360s and the 1800 and the 10,000 and those who can keep the organization going with the the numbers that we just described. Uh, join me in encouraging everybody to take part in this amazing gala and, uh, and to let OHEL, both in the COVID-19 situations and in the regular daily situations, continue their amazing work. Correct. And uh, I would like to uh, personally invite everybody to um, come and do their part and um, become a partner in Chesed, a partner in OHEL, and um, if everyone comes together, we have this strong actus in supporting um, OHEL, it will uh, lead up that um, maybe this will be the year that Hashem will take us out of the scholars and um, reunite us in, in like the ultimate OHEL, which would be the Binyan based Amikdash, Mir Tzashem. Amir Tzashem is right. And uh, are, are you happy with the response so far? Are you feeling, uh, are you getting the feeling that people understand the importance of this upcoming dinner on the 7th of, uh, of March? Um, it's a start, but until everyone participates, I won't be happy. Everyone needs to participate. <laughs> yes. no, no one could be left behind. <laughs> That's a very good point. And I, I encourage everybody listening right now to make sure you're not left behind. Uh, there are many opportunities, everyone. Uh, there's the journal with a lot of different uh, levels and opportunities. There are all the guests of honor. Remember Toby and Yoeli Steinberg and the Gourmet Glot family are guests of honor, but there are other honorees as well, Adina Lewis and Lawrence Garbuz, and it's been described to us just how generous they've been with their time and expertise over the years for OHEL. Uh, Shani and Dove Weinstock, we've lauded them on the air for their um, a commitment to OHEL. Libby and Schleimi Dax, who again, the Steinbergs know very well, and we know pretty well as well. <laughs> Schleimi uh, and his family, Libby and Schleimi, are well-known uh, for hosting uh, uh, OHEL clients in their own home during regular times, obviously, uh, and doing that for years and always being there as board members and in other capacities, always being there for a long, long time already. They've been associated with OHEL and have been proudly a part of their um, uh, leadership. And OHEL's team of direct support professionals are being honored as well, as we just uh, pointed out, for the thousands and thousands of situations that they took care of over the last year during these very trying times. All we need you to do is to contribute and be part of it. Go to ohelgala.org or dial 718-972-9338. And Yaeli, you said it best. You said it best. You will not be happy until everybody joins in together in a true show of achdus to benefit Ohel and to keep uh, all their services going. And I know that uh, that what we spoke about this morning in terms of their services just is the tip of the iceberg because it's amazing just how many things they're doing at this point to help people in the community. And uh, I thank yep. you. And I thank you for joining us. And I hope that you have a great day today. Today's going to be a busy day, Eileen. Today and tomorrow. Yeah, it is. Today and tomorrow at, yep. Gour- at Gourmet Glot, people are going to be clamoring to get what they need for the holiday of Purim. Yes, uh, we invite people, if you're coming into the store and you're not so suave online, you could drop off a check at customer service at any of the Gourmet Glot stores. Nice. Well, how's that? For I, I, I like that very much. So customer service is not only taking all the praise and uh, and questions that people might have, but in addition, they'll be collecting checks on behalf of OHEL. Yeah, we'll, we'll expand the customer service <laughs> needs just for this one time. I like that. I like it very much. Uh, and we should point out that uh, now the five towns, as I I don't remember if they're – I don't remember 
The last time we were there, I don't know if you were, it already had happened, that now there are two stores that are called Gourmet Glot in the Five Towns. There are two, correct. Yeah. One in Cedarhurst and one in Woodmere. Yes, and we have a, a, a like a first cousin store in Lawrence called Colsafe, and um, people are welcome to uh, get the Colsafe experience as well. It's geared towards larger families. It's a store of uh, true value, and it also has a customer service, um, and they'll be more than uh, happy to assist and to receive your checks to OHEL. Um, this is the best time. It's the week of Purim. This is... Uh, helping to facilitate. Everybody knows they need to give this time of year. And um, not only are you giving, but this type of giving is um, facilitating something that uh, people would need to do if there was no all help. And due to the cost of, of scale and experience that all has, they're actually saving you money, saving you time, because you would have to do these direct chasadim physically, you know, on site yeah. for people. And the fact that uh, you could just um, sort of um, get it done by supporting the professionals who do it, it's um, it's an additional blessing. Yeah. So um, step Ohel, up to the plate. Ohel's got us covered. Now we're just going to make sure we got them covered. Right. Exactly. So you, that's literally what Ohel does. It covers us. So you have uh, – that's a good point. That's an, that's what Ohel's all about. So you have three, uh, three of the five towns covered. Are, is your goal to get a store into every one of the five towns? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, we can keep it up there as a goal if the five towns grows and there's a need for it. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's pretty amazing that you've been able to do what you've done so far. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Yali, yeah. Yali, happy Purim, and I hope, I really Thank hope you that, very much. I hope that people respond and that yes. they become... No. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Just one last thing. People sure. should uh, just be aware also, if you're not aware already, there is a Gourmet Glad in Borough Park serving the Borough Park and Flatbush communities surrounding areas. It, the city as well gets uh, service from Borough Park. And uh, the two um, mega stores in Lakewood. You know, Lakewood has the largest growing Jewish population. And um, Ohel is there. And um, Gourmet Glad is there. So um, the, the connections are there. Please stop into a... a uh, Gourmet Glot and Lakewood or Borough Park and uh, customer service is there to uh, receive your contributions as well. Was that a good move, creating two uh, two Gourmet Glots down in Lakewood? One would think that one would be enough for a for a Jewish community. No, unless you go to Lakewood. One is called Lakewood North, one is Lakewood South. It's just a tremendous, uh, viable community, constantly growing. They have land, they're building homes. Uh, People love it out there, and every every type of Jew is coming out there. There's just something for everybody. And um, to experience the North um, store, the <clears throat> Gourmet Glad on Madison, uh, people go experience it. They want to move out there just for the Gourmet Glad. <laughs> which, which is the uh, – oh, this is such an unfair question, but if you're going to visit one, which one should you visit? <laughs> Well, if you're New Jersey, it should be the Madison Avenue store, and if it's uh, New York, it should be the Cedarhurst okay. store. <laughs> yeah, I, I meant which of the two in Lakewood, but I got you. <laughs> okay. You're not moving to Lakewood soon, are you? Uh, I have uh, two, uh, two of my youngest children living out there, so um, you might say I'm already living there. How, how long does it take to drive from the five towns to Lakewood? Uh, two hours. Wow. A little under two hours, yeah. Boy, oh boy, how'd they end up there? That's far away.
Because it's it's the perfect place for young people to, uh, you have to consider it. If you're starting out in life and uh, you need a place to live, uh, the rents, the size of the apartments, the infrastructure, it's all there. Whatever um, a Jew needs to be a good Jew, he'll he'll have what what they will have, what they need to to do that. Amazing. Yaeli, mazel tov to you and your wife. Happy Purim. And Thank you, Nahum. Congratulations, and we're going to try our best to get as many people as possible to support Ohel before the 7th of March. Yes. Thank you, Nahum. And Hashem uh, Shebenchu for um, plugging us uh, here today because, um, you know, you, you have that voice. The voice of Nahum Siegel is the one that penetrates, the one that um, has the effect that everybody's looking for. And Hashem should. Um, keep you healthy, and uh, fill your life with um, all that is good. You should never lack for anything, Nachum. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much. And this is the time of year where it's really uh, an an even more meaningful bracha as we approach Purim and Pesach. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yaeli Steinberg. Wow. Uh, Ohelgala.org, everybody. There are some amazing people. I'm not going to go through the whole board. I'm not going to go through the whole administration, but there are some amazing people that are affiliated with OHEL and are just uh, out there to do as much as possible for people in need with some really, really serious problems. Really serious problems. Halavai, the small chasadim that we described, would be able to solve some of these problems the way the way we described some of those small chassadim are able to solve problems, but that it's just not the case. Some of the things happening are really, really complicated. Complicated family situations, complicated mental health situations. Whatever you can give, it is money well spent for a great, great organization. Ohelgala.org, March 7th. March 7th, be logged on worth being logged on just to hear what people have to say about the Steinbergs and all the other honorees, frankly. More coming up. It's Wednesday. It's JM in the AM.
Misha Nichnas Adar. That's brand new Zusha. Eitan Katz before that. JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Um, tomorrow, we'll draw the winner and announce the winner of the NCSY Summer Raffle. Those of you out there who have your raffle tickets, great. If you don't have your tickets yet, make sure to get them. Go to NCS- uh, summer.ncsy.org, summer.ncsy.org. They have some amazing prizes. Uh, if you need something desperately for Purim, I suggest shopeichlers.com. They're the only outfit that I know of that has same-day delivery. Same-day delivery. Shopeichlers.com. Anything for Purim, all the Judaica needs, gifts, etc. They have same-day delivery to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. You literally need something. You'll have it by the end of the day. It's pretty cool. Go to shopeichlers.com for details. Check out all their categories of all their wonderful Judaica. Shopeichlers.com. Check it out and enjoy. And a very happy Purim to all. Don't forget, Mayor Weingarten sits in for me on Friday on Purim morning. Tomorrow, Tanis Esther, we're here at JM in the AM. Well, last month, Bruce Teitelbaum was with us, a New York City entrepreneur who had one time served as the uh, distinguished chief of staff to Mayor Giuliani. One of the people responsible for this city that I sit in right now in January of 1994, starting a transformation that we enjoyed tremendously for 20 years. Yeah. Basically, 20 years, we enjoyed an amazing transformation of um, this city from what it was pre-January 1994 uh, to what it became in the mid-2000s. And now New York City, I don't have to tell you, those of you who are in this le- in this local area, and probably if you're around the world, you probably know this as well, uh, New York City is suffering. And uh, part of it, of course, because of what happened during COVID-19, but also because of terrible, terrible leadership And we as a community, both as residents of New York City and as members of the niche Jewish community of New York City, are very, very concerned. With all this in mind, I welcome back Bruce Teitelbaum to JM in the AM. Bruce, happy Purim to you, and thanks for joining us this morning at JM in the AM. Thank you. Happy Purim to you, too. You remember January 1994 when you were probably sitting around City Hall wondering (laughs) <laughs> if in if in fact this city could rebound from what was a very very tough and long period of time, and then realizing the fruits of your labor all those years later, with the crime rate so far down and the burglary and robbery rate so far down, and the economy doing so well and tourism booming, I mean, Bruce, you couldn't move on this island during touristy seasons. It was impossible to get around. And now, yeah, as, no. uh, and now, as you posted on social media, unfortunately, at noon on a regular Tuesday, you can get around really easily in Manhattan. It was unbelievable. I was in the city yesterday. I'm not in the city uh, much any longer. My kids go to school. Thank God they go to a nice Jewish school in the city. They have in, in-school learning two days a week. Otherwise, I'm out. But I was in a meeting yesterday in the city, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I was at Rockefeller Center. Uh, there was no one. There was not a single person in the middle of the street at 12 o'clock. I waited there for about three minutes until finally I saw two people walk by. Took the train to go go back home. There was absolutely no one on the train platform. 
maybe half a dozen people on the train. Nahum, the city is in big trouble. Um, COVID certainly, obviously, um, is what hit us very, very hard, but we were deteriorating long before that. Yeah. And as you correctly said, um, we have a problem. There's a great article today in the Post. Bob McManus wrote a terrific article, and he said, we need someone with soul. We need someone with a neshama who's a strong leader um, with vision, who doesn't play ideological games and pander to the mob um, to take control of the city. If not, if not, not, I guarantee you and your listeners, the city will never be anywhere near what it was before. And in particular, our community has hundreds of millions, if not billions, invested in communal institutions, schools, and, and, and other, other things here that are going to be at risk. Uh, there is no divine yeah. right that New York remains New York. Yeah, um, although it seems like the leadership thinks there is that divine right. It's amazing to hear them speak as if, yeah, all the tourists are going to be back here in 10 minutes and they're all going to be, you know, covering and blanketing the city. I have my own experience, by the way, this week, which I'm sure you'll find just as horrifying as what you went through at Rockefeller Center. Uh, I was at Mr. Broadway, and you and I know Sure. Just how much Jewish activity takes place at Mr. Broadway on a regular weekday. It's an un- sure. it's an unbelievable place. It is the hub of so much Jewish activity, so many business conversations, so many religious conversations, so many stucca conversations. I'm at Mr. Broadway at 1 p.m. on the 16th of February, and there are two other tables occupied. I mean, a, a Tuesday. I walked outside. I said to myself, is today Sunday? Like, that's the way to see yeah. it. looked like downtown on a Sunday, not even midtown on a Sunday. By the way, with all this in mind and, and, and very concerned about leadership, I, don't, I think I'm accurate in saying that at this point, you're not even supporting anyone specifically, right? This is not, we're not having one of those, oh, let's vote for this guy or this woman conversation. This is just a, we better pay careful attention in terms of the landscape of potential leadership in this city, because our lives are at stake, frankly. Absolutely. Look, you know, there are citywide races, the mayor, the controller. I think there are about 25 or 30 open city council races, four of the DA races. This is serious stuff. Um, another terrible thing people don't realize is that coming out of COVID, when we're going to need the most experienced, seasoned leadership, 75 to 80 percent of the city's political leadership is going to change. And a lot of those people are going to be new. And if we don't wake up, I would say a good percentage of those people will be Democrat socialists, many of them open anti-Semites um, who have a vision of New York that is very different from the vision that you and I have and your listeners have. So we need to wake up. And you're right. At this point, there are a few people that I'm working with and trying to help. Um, ultimately, I will, I will come out in the group that I've started. will come out to support someone. Um, but it's not about me. It's about the tens of thousands of, of, of people in our community who need to come out and vote um, and make their voices heard, or else there's going to be big trouble. By the way, you'd also recommend, and, and if this changes 10 people, it's worth mentioning, you'd also recommend become an official member of the Democratic Party right now, correct? Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately the date for that, I believe, has passed. I thought wow. the cutoff was February. 4th. Yeah. But I did speak to a lot of folks, people you know, uh, in Queens, uh, Nachum, who um, had a, a great effort to co- to change, I was to say convert, um, to flip <laughs> people from de- Republicans to Democrats. So, look, I- I'm a Republican, but I'm going to vote um, now for the first time in a long time in the Democratic primary right. so that we can have a voice in what happens. People have to remember also the upcoming election is occurring in June, first right. time that's ever happened. Usually the election, as you know, is, is really during Russia Hashanah time, but it's right. in September. 
Um, the primary this year will be in June, um, and you will have seven months between the primary and then the uh, new new mayor and controller and other people being installed. So this is a very strange time, and, and I keep urging people, especially in our community, to pay attention. Um, there are people running for the city council now who are openly calling for the abolishment of private ownership. Uh, there's a mayoral candidate who's running. Many of you people listen to your show are in the real estate business and in related businesses, legal, accounting, finance. Um, he wants to mandate that all future development in New York, private development, be done for affordable housing, no profit any longer. Um, these are crazy ideas um, that could come to pass. This is a democracy. We have a, a city council and a mayor. They can pass any kind of crazy law they want. Um, and then when they do, it's too late. Yeah, and as we saw with what happened with state government. Bruce Teitelbaum is with us. All right, you, you don't have to name names, and it's probably better if you don't. Does anybody out there have a soul? <laughs> Does anybody uh, of the list <laughs> you, of you, <laughs> the people that you're meeting with and the list of people you're seeing, are, is there any soulful person in that list? Yeah, there are. You know, there are some really good people out there, people I've met, some people I'm working with quietly, who I do think have a neshama, who do think have a soul, people who um, I think are well-intentioned. Um, the problem is we're in such a crazy environment that a lot of these people are afraid right. to come out and speak their mind and their heart. They're afraid to get bullied and canceled. Um, it's a very, very bad environment out there. But I, one piece of good news, a few days ago, Linda Sassor that vicious anti-Semite and hater, um, she began to get active, came out, and actually attacked Andrew Yang, um, who's running for mayor, um, and tweeted a very nice thing about her dear friend, Maya Wiley, who was also running for mayor. Mm -hmm. Maya um, was Bill de Blasio's counsel right. um, when she worked in government. So what's that old expression? You can judge your friends <laughs> by who they're, your enemies by who their friends are, right. something like that. The, the company um, they keep, right? by the cup that they keep. So at least we know who Linda Sassor doesn't like. Um, uh, and I would keep an eye on her uh, and the folks that she works with because they're going to be very active in trying to elect. I should tell you what's happening. The Democratic Socialists and Sassor and her crowd are trying to uh, put together a slate of candidates to get elected to the city council and then work together to elect the next speaker. The speaker, as you know, is the second most powerful person in the city. Right. Now, if that happens, um, New York will quickly degenerate into Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, or worse. Um, and that's the real danger. Um, there are many races in, in, in the city now in areas that you're familiar with. Flatbush, Midwood, Manhattan Beach, Regal Park, other areas where there are candidates running that we need to support. Get them elected so they could stand up to the craziness that's coming our way. Boy, Bruce Teitelbaum is with us. Um, you know, one other point, just circling back to how I started this conversation, and I don't know if you've written a book about it yet or if you plan on it, but, you know, you sat there in 1994. Uh, you, you were on the front lines of a tremendous transformation and one that all of us, you know, enjoyed and reaped the benefits of, et cetera. Um, it, it, it is, it, it, can you even describe how difficult it is. My point being, people think, like some of our leadership today, and like I just said, at the snap of a finger, you know, 100 million tourists are going to be visiting New York again. Can you describe how each and every one of those categories, each and every one 
of those uh, specific areas of New York, whether it be you know the, the tourism, the crime, and all the other categories, every one of them needed such serious work and attention in order to transform the city into what we remember. And if people think it's going to happen in an instant, that'll never happen like that. We need people with the vision, the guidance, the ability to delegate. You know, who can who can see you know what's down the road and the potential that New York has and implement the system. Yeah, it's not you know running New York is not an easy thing. It's a, it's a today a 90 plus billion dollar corporation in essence. It's a tough place to run. Thankfully back then and with your help you were involved a lot folks that you recommended. I remember working with the late Rabbi Sherish rest in peace, sure. a great man, people had a good other people in the city who had a wealth of talent. And and we use those folks and we work with them very closely, but you're right, running the city is a very complex difficult thing. And if you do A, it affects B, which affects C. People are just deluding themselves if they think that some magic wand will be waved over the city and in a few months things will get back to normal. It's not true. Um, it's simply not true, and I don't think people understand. that Back in the 90s and back even when Bloomberg was mayor, the city was different. It was demographically different. There were different, uh, different people who had a different focus about what was right and wrong. Uh, and, and the political climate is totally different today than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'm not saying that all hope is lost. What I am saying, and I keep saying it, and thank you for allowing me the platform, we have well over a million Jews in the city who are registered to vote. They need to go out and vote in massive numbers. They need to go out and vote in this election, and they need to make their voices heard. Otherwise, um, when things start getting worse and worse, there's no reason to complain. Uh, in the last election, you know, last citywide election, about 20 percent, only 20 percent of the registered voters in the city voted. Right. That means 80 percent of the folks who were allowed to vote just sat home and didn't vote. And then they complained when things went bad. So you're right. Very tough job. You need a lot of competent, strong, goodwill people who work in government and outside of government. The, the absence of that, you see the results. You know, someone made a comment to me about the Gennaro special election, which and I'm so glad that that result uh, happened. Mm-hmm. Someone made a comment to me that it was amazing to watch the community in Queens, and they meant this strictly as a compliment, the community in Queens, how they listened to the rabbis, how they listened to community leaders and went out and got it done. Why is, yeah. why is that an exception? Why can't our communities in know. Brooklyn and other places you know, be as active when, when, when told logically why they should be more active when it comes to Election Day? Yeah, well, a couple of things. First of all, you're right. The community in Queens, and there are folks that we both know um, who did a terrific job. That's a great example of where the Jewish community had a very, very important role yeah. in defeating a woman who was a DSA Democrat Socialist um, candidate. She was defeated, thankfully. And handling, and really defeated. I mean, big numbers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, big numbers. And I think the Jewish community deserves a lot of credit, and the leaders there do as well. Look, you know as well as I do, unfortunately, a lot of the the Rabbanim, a lot of the community leaders just don't want to get involved in politics. They think it's not, you know, something they should be doing, get their hands dirty. The the sad reality is that, that, unfortunately, unless you do get involved, you don't have a voice. I think a lot of rabbis and a lot of leaders just don't want to rock the boat. I think some of them don't think it's as important as, as, as it really is. And I, I think others just don't really understand um, the connection uh, between yeshiva funding, tuition tax credits, which we've been trying to get for years, uh, public safety. All of these things are connected to the people we elect. And I just, look, I, I, I hate to say it, 
But, you know, when you and I worked together, when I was in government, there were so many powerful, strong, thoughtful leaders, both uh, in in the rabbinate and also lay leadership, who just really stepped up. And government government leaders in our community. Right. And and we all worked together. We all worked together. Today, sad to say, I just don't think we have that deep of a bench. I don't mean to say that pejoratively, but I think that's part of the problem. And I think there are, though, people out there some great people out there, they need to step up and, and assume even a bigger role than they ordinarily would. And, and I hope that happens for everyone's sake. Yeah, well, well said, to say the least. And we'll have more information. We don't have a call to action yet other than everyone make sure they're registered and everyone make sure to keep spreading the word about voting. But we'll have more stay to say. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned is stay right. Tuned. We'll, we'll, we'll have more to say on a lot working, of these things. Yeah, I'm working, I'm working on things. People are working. And, and thank you for, for allowing us to get the word out. This is gonna, going to be a critically, critically important election coming up. So I thank you very much for the opportunity. A pleasure, Bruce. Happy Purim, and thanks so much for joining Happy us. Happy Purim. Bruce Teitelbaum, he says it, he just gets right to the point. I love that about speaking to him on the air. He, he breaks it down and gets right to the point. We've got to be more involved, and we've got to understand what's happening around us. And there's a primary coming up in June. That's now. It's in four months. It's now. March, April, May, June. It's less than four months. I assume it's at the beginning of June. It's less than four months. We've got to uh, we've got to uh, take action, everybody, and do what is our right to do, and that is to uh, vote, get involved, and choose a candidate with soul. Let's find that neshama, as Bruce said, uh, that will hopefully be able to guide New York to uh, back to an era of prosperity, not to this era of desolation that we're in now. Did you hear those two things? Bruce spoke about Rockefeller Center yesterday. I spoke about Mr. Broadway from last week. Frightening. Absolutely frightening. Even with the COVID thing. Frightening. JM in the AM. Five minutes before the hour. This is, I believe, this is the brand new selection from Yishai Rebo by request on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Tanis Esther tomorrow. Mayor's in Friday for me on Purim morning here at JM in the AM. תשיב בי את הרוח, תוריד ממני את הגשם. היה לי יום זמן לנוח, התרגלתי קצת בעצם, ובמרחב הפתוח, רואים באופק את השמש, אין ספק אני בטוח, בסוף עוד תתבהר הדרך. פתח לנו שערי אמונה, שערי הבנה, שאין לנו מלך, אלא אתה. סיבת הסיבות, עילת העילות, נורת תהילות, ורק לך נאה להודות, על כל הימים וכל הלילות. Thank <laughs> you.
בצלם. רק תח לנו שערי החלה, שערי התחלה, כי אין לנו מלך, אלא Shireebo, J.M. in the A.M. Speaking about getting involved, Kolakavod to Dov Heikend. This coming Saturday night, the message that anti-Semitism is never funny is going to be communicated at a demonstration this Saturday night, 9 p.m. at Saturday Night Live headquarters, NBC, 49 West 49th Street. We'll speak to Dove hopefully tomorrow about this. But again, everybody who could be there this coming Saturday night, with masks, of course. Don't want anybody to say that we weren't taking uh, proper uh, precautions. This Saturday night, 9 p.m., be at uh, NBC Saturday Night Live headquarters at 49 West 49th Street. The message, anti-Semitism, is never funny. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, the beloved NSNF. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JM and the AM. More tomorrow during Tanis Esther. Avrami has a live lunch later today. Um, what else? <laughs> More tomorrow on Tanis Esther. Friday, Mayor Weingarten will sit in on Purim morning. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.